0: Hi, everyone. This is Andy and Yvonne with uh, Matter Chatter. How are you doing today, Yvonne?
1: Excellent. How are you, Andy?
0: I am... <laughs> this is interesting. I don't even know where to, where to start with this one. But uh, for those of you who are not familiar with the Chicago area, we went through four seasons in 48 hours. <laughs> pretty much we, we get a bunch we get a bunch of cold fronts and warm fronts and it's it's kind of interesting to experience it but maybe a little frustrating for people who are trying to get out of one season and move on to the next but mm-hmm. i guess that's kind of symbolism of life right you can't get everything exactly the way you want it right so um... yeah
1: and also it's kind of symbolic in terms of life uh spring it's like afraid or something to enter You know, and winter, it's like maybe afraid to let go. Yeah. There's something here that like is um, fear-based a little bit. You know?
0: Well, well, let me break it down for our audience because they might not even understand where we're we're coming from. But Friday, on Friday, this was 48 hours ago. It was summer. I mean, it was was summer. (laughs) It was close to 70. We were flirting with 70. People were mowing their lawns. It was really nice outside. And then by Friday night, it started to get kind of brisk and I was seeing like leaves fall. So then we went from summer straight into fall. (laughs) And then Saturday morning, it went from like heavy rain into snow and sleet, just like hardcore winter. Yeah. And then we have winter all of all of Saturday, actually. It was, it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Up until this morning, when you wake up, and it depend, I guess depending on what time you wake up, if you sleep in <laughs> a lot, all of a sudden, the snow is like melting and melting and melting. So we're going from winter, and then all of a sudden, I see flowers blooming again, and we're right into spring. So...
1: Very true, Andy. We so, have experienced a four, lot. <laughs> four
0: seasons in forty-eight hours—you can't beat that. Show yeah. me one state that has such a such a um, such a—I guess a, what—a weather complex. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right? Mother Nature complex.
1: <laughs> well, it sure has uh, stirred up a lot of yeah, people here. Yeah. That's for sure. But
0: at least uh, you got back for the right. From <laughs> you got back to see all of this, right? I, you just came from uh, Indonesia.
1: Yeah, from Bali. All
0: right. So that that's got to be exciting. I know you've got stories to tell our audience.
1: Oh, it was remarkable. It was, um, you know, being on the other side of the world, yeah. right? Yeah. You don't, you can conceptualize, you can, you know, dream and look at pictures and mm-hmm. imagine, yeah. right? But once you're there, it's, I mean, absolutely incredible oh, to yeah. experience the culture um, to immerse yourself, mm-hmm. you know, not just go stay at a resort, but to really immerse yourself in um, their way of living. You yeah. know So the country it's very spiritual, mm-hmm. and to see how they integrate their spiritual practices, it's not like, um, and, and perhaps there are a lot of people that can integrate their spiritual practices here, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's more commonly known to like in the morning maybe preditate, uh, preditate. I just uh, combined <laughs> pray and meditate. <laughs>
0: I like that. Preditate. I think
1: I, think I just came that's up with something. That's your something. new buzzword. <laughs> yeah. New, you tell that
0: to your clients. A new program. Let's
1: preditate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they, uh, they they integrate their spiritual practices all throughout the day. And here, like I was saying, they uh, some people might pray or meditate mm-hmm. <laughs> morning or night or, um, you know, go to church on Sundays, right? There's yeah. just... This, like, division, I feel like, in their schedules, in our schedules. They do this perhaps. every day, or is it... So, in, in Bali, it's it's more than every day. It's all day long. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's... So, they
0: hold a job as well? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay.
1: Absolutely. They're working, but then when it's time to give their spiritual offerings, they leave they the store, and they do it, and if they're in their business. I mean, I can't say it was for all businesses, but where we were at, it didn't matter if it was a yoga studio, a restaurant. I saw everybody... Wherever I went, a massage, because uh, the massages there are beyond incredible, mm-hmm. um, and super, super cheap, 30 mm-hmm. bucks for a 90-minute treatment. Wow. That is out of this world. I mean, it's, it's really, truly not comparable to American kind of standards yeah. of massages. There's a variety of different treatment approaches here, too, but honestly, uh, it was uh, out of this world.
0: That's, cool. and That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So to see the... Um, I don't know, their practices in such a different way, mm-hmm. um, than here
0: yeah. was
1: really enlightening and beautiful and powerful, magical, mystical. <laughs> yeah. Um, the beach, it's the temples. Um, the food was amazing. It's a lot of vegetarian, vegan food. Oh, um, very neat. yeah. Uh, it was, beyond kind of words to describe. Like, I've been back for two weeks now, and I'm still trying to put words to it as I'm journaling. Mm -hmm. um, And I'm just thinking about all the people that I met. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of, I'm I'm sitting in a cafe. Nobody's there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just me, literally, for about 20 minutes. And then uh, it starts to rain a little bit because this is jungle. So, it's like in the morning, nice and sunny, and then in the afternoon, a lot of Mm -hmm. rain, and then it clears up. Mm -hmm. Um, And the climate is like just I, I can't even describe it either it's nothing like around here at all
0: you don't get four I mean, seasons in 48 hours right
1: definitely not there um it's just hot yeah, <laughs> and you're yeah. just sweating all the time there so I'm relaxing in this cafe and then this Aussie woman comes in and she comes like a bet out of hell like she just like boom uh sits down and you know she's like really kind of frantic on her phone and tossing her hair, and then she's like, how's the food here? I'm like, it's fantastic, <laughs> sipping on my wine. Yeah. And, and uh, she looks at the menu, menu, and she's like, oh, you're American, yeah, and you know, from her accent, can tell, yeah. from Australia. And um, she's like, come join me, and I was like, okay. So, sitting there, mm-hmm. um, just hearing her life story, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about manifesting your dreams. She was in corporate world, hated it, went in, Actually, got a little bit into drugs, went to rehab, became a hairstylist for many, many years, and then was like, "Nope, this still isn't my life. I'm in a better direction. I'm clean. I'm, I'm, you know, um, in a really beautiful space. But I want to do something different with my life." She, she wanted to travel. She didn't really want to work that much.
0: Don't we all? Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But this, you know, she made this happen. She, you know, connected with someone, a filmmaker. Yeah. Long story short, she works 60 to 90 days out of the year, moved from Australia to Ubud, um, and lives there part-time. She rents, or Airbnbs, her place in Melbourne, and she's just a beautiful, delightful, lovely woman that is really living life, 42 years old, and... Living life, mm-hmm. ninety days out of the year. That's it. That she works and is killing it. You know, like that's learning, great. growing, spiritually, personally, professionally. Like just contact. You know, networking with a lot of people. And so I'm hearing this, and I'm going, "Wow, this." I mean, yes, I know it's possible, but I'm I'm talking to someone that is living that's this,
0: doing it. Yeah. And
1: then a few minutes later, a person comes in, uh, a couple, excuse me, and. Um, She's like, oh, hey, they're kind of acquaintances. Not great friends, but definitely acquaintances. And says, oh, here's some fellow Americans. And I was like, oh, what part are you from? And uh, he's like, Chicago, land, suburb area. And I was like, no, shit, me too. And I was like, what part? And he's like, Bartlett.
0: No way. Yeah. Wow. So,
1: I'm in Ubud, meeting somebody from Bartlett. So, for those of you that don't know, uh, from where I live, that's about 10, 15 minutes yeah, away. Yeah, it's
0: like your neighbor. <laughs> it's pretty
1: much my neighbor. Yeah, and his crazy. wife is from Michigan. No They're way. in their late 20s. Yeah. Um, they have two kids, and they moved to Ubud. He's a business coach, uh, ma- like, major consultant for a lot of businesses. She's a relationship coach. hmm Two kids, and they fell in love with Ubud. Yeah. And they live there. Wow. So I'm like sitting here going, thank you, universe, yeah. because you wanted me to hear
0: these stories. Exactly.
1: I'm a coach, um, I could, you know, go anywhere and really do my business. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I just was in awe of the experience Yeah. Um, to be in this small little place, there's only us four, that's it, in the yeah. entire cute little restaurant, cafe and i'm just having this luscious discussion with these strangers Mm -hmm. and the guy happens to be like a neighbor you know i mean just what yeah i went to iceland um a year two years ago and our waitress was from schaumburg like she was doing her studies there i feel
0: like you always meet somebody (laughs) who's close to you it's kind of like law of attraction right right like you're gonna know like it just happens where somebody's from this town because i used to live in pittsburgh and um, I actually, when I went to Italy, I actually saw somebody wearing a Slippery Rock University shirt. And it's such a small university, I actually had a friend who was from there, so I know that university, but the chances of meeting someone from such a small university is just like one in, I feel like it's like one in one in more than a million, you know, it's crazy. So um, the ch- it was just funny that I happened to see someone, I ended up striking a conversation, even when I went on a cruise like several years ago, I saw someone who was from um, like my old town where I was actually born in Mississippi, which is crazy. So you yeah. always like I feel like that always happens, even though you think that it'll never happen. You're like I'm in Indonesia, I'm gonna meet all the locals here. <laughs> Maybe some tourists who are from oh well, they over are the, local, s- but well, yeah, yeah, and even people from all over from, yeah. different states, and you end yeah. up meeting someone who's from Bartlett, which is crazy but that, that's really cool. I think I feel like that's really interesting. You talk about these people who have such a great work-life balance because they manifest it and they're going after it. They're proactively seeking that and they're able to...
1: Well, I mean, I don't know what, what does balance mean to you, right? Because yeah. for her, for this lovely lady, you know, 90 days of working <laughs> yeah. and traveling and living life and doing what you want to do based off your passions, like that's I guess, quote-unquote, balance, I mean, I don't know, I struggle with that word. How yeah. do you integrate, you know, all of your um, talents, your abilities, your values, your beliefs, your, um, your work, your family, your friends, uh, your spiritual practices, religious beliefs, whatever it may be, and, you know, like, everything's not going to be 20, 20, 20, or 50, 50, you know, yeah. like, the word balance means, like, to me, equal, and you can't do everything equally. Equally, you're right. You know, So right. when people are like, work-life balance, corporations, work-life balance, well, if that were the case, I wouldn't necessarily be working 40 hours, 50, 60, yeah. 70, 80. Especially if you, especially if <laughs> you, you know? don't
0: like it. So I think the hardest part when I hear work-life balance is when you're in corporate, I, I feel like the, the common theme is most people don't like being in corporate. Now, there are some people who, who enjoy it, and if you do, that's great. But most of the people I've met from being in corporate America do not enjoy that lifestyle. They don't enjoy where they are. They don't enjoy what they do. Their goal is to get in and out as quick as possible. So they're trying to, you know, like break up their day. And they're like, okay, but if I come in at 7, I want to get out by 3.30. If I come in at 9, I want to get out by 5.30. So they're working and working and working on getting out. And it's like you're spending eight hours a day in a job. So what made me leave corporate was I didn't appreciate you know being there I didn't I didn't want to be there and if I didn't want to be there I'm like why am I spending a third of my life doing something I don't want to do but now the now I'm at the opposite area of the spectrum because at this point what happens to me is I actually enjoy my job so much that I end up doing it seven days a week and I'm working far more than eight hours a day I don't I don't remember the last time I've actually had like a a structured eight hour day unless I was like
1: How, how does that feel for you Honestly.
0: It doesn't feel... It actually feels good because I enjoy what I do, but it also... Like we talked about prioritizing uh, a couple podcasts ago and like how you said something that, that kind of irked me where you're like you would you would say it's like you don't have time for someone. And I was like, that just makes somebody feel like they're less they're they're not as important. Mm-hmm. But it almost like but then I thought about that and I'm like, that's probably that probably what does happen with my work, because mm-hmm. there are people who contact me and they're like, hey, could you hang out or do you want to go out? Do you want to catch a movie? I'm just thinking, no, I've really got a lot of work this week. I've got a lot of work next week. I've got a lot of work the week after. Mm-hmm. I was reading this book the other day, and th- this guy talks about a philosopher who had said something. He spent a lot of time with old people, right? And before they passed away, he asked them like, what was really important to them. And he said there were two things that no one ever talked about. No one ever wished that they spent more time at the office before right. their last days. Right. And no one also ever wished that they They watched more t v or caught up on a show or or watched a whole season of netflix or or they they never have that regret either, right. so he was talking about things that are so important to us while we 're healthy and we 're working right. and we 're alive and Then when our time is coming up, we have you know so he he actually wonders what people 's regrets are or like what they appreciate the most, and a lot of times he when people were talking about what they appreciate it 's spending time with people, spending time with families like working with people who are you know, from third world countries, like the service and, and being able to help others. Right. And I think that just, just making a difference in people's lives, and, and I, I've heard it a million so times.
1: To go back to you though, sorry to cut you off. Oh, that's but fine, go ahead. I feel like you just digressed. <laughs> from, you said, I feel good, but, so that's an interesting statement.
0: Yeah, I feel good, but I, I, I feel like you know the, you only have so many hours in a day. And
1: we all have twenty four yes, yes.
0: <laughs> and if i if I didn't love my job so much i would I would actually be able to put, put other things in the queue right
1: so is there a point though where loving your job so much means that other people um other things um, moments you know that go to the wayside because what is ultimately your job really?
0: Yeah, well, I, I don't see my job as, like, just doing a task and getting going home, right? No. Um, but I feel like with my job, even similar to, to what you're doing, you could probably relate, where you're you're actually making a difference in people's lives. Mm-hmm. You're helping them. You're working with them one-on-one. I think in
1: some capacity, everybody does in their job.
0: I guess you could look at it that way. Um, everybody. Yeah.
1: Plumbers, yeah, electricians. Yeah, Yeah, even
0: people who are you know, on the manufacturing lines, who are yeah. paving the everybody's roads, everybody's right? doing yeah. something
1: to help someone else out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to what, expen- what expense, you yeah. know, like, are you living life or mm-hmm. living to work?
0: Yeah. Uh, and I, I think about that. And even when I started this, the, my most recent uh, company, I gave myself, an, uh, you know, like a, a timeline. And I said, at this point, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to start, you know, having more of a life balance or I'm going to exit. And
1: But Andy, you have just today.
0: I know. You have to think about the present, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is such a gift today. Mm-hmm. Um, I just bought this sign um, from Bali. And let's read it for you and for our listeners. Right. What does it say, Andy?
0: I can't read the link now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could read the English part. <laughs> it's harmony. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. Harmony. That's, that's pretty good. I've heard that one before. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, you're right. Tomorrow is a mystery, right? I mean I, I actually heard a story, it's kind of sad. Um a friend's friend was uh forty two and he was at the gym having just sharp arm pain and he went he drove himself to the ER and two hours later, um he expired. Yep. And and it's expired Andy. He passed.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> expired to me is like food.
0: <laughs> no, no, people... like a...
1: Okay, he he, he dies.
0: He passed, and it was very unexpected. There was no indication. There was nothing. There was no. Well, I don't know if there's any real pre-existing health problems. I guess that's relative to to you know when you see your your doctor. But um, yeah, you're right. You know, I think about those things too. So I try to put it into perspective. But I also look at things from an opper opportunity point of view, where there's certain opportunities that are available to me, and I think so. It was probably one of our first podcasts where I talked about. You know, starting med school and then leaving med school because I saw an opportunity that I needed to pursue mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time, which wouldn't be there, right? And there's this, I, the, and I, I'm I'm going to digress a little bit, so you could you could throw me back on track when I get too far <laughs> when I get too far away from what we were going to talk about. But, um, you know, there's this debate, a friendly debate that my mom and I have uh, whenever I visit her about
1: (laughs) I like that, the friendly debate. (laughs) It's a
0: friendly debate. It's not an argument. We don't argue. We have friendly debates. Okay. (laughs) The next time you argue with someone, just think of it as a friendly debate. It'll get squashed very quickly.
1: Arguing is all good. (laughs) I, I think it's healthy. Yeah. Let, like uh, let's not be afraid of conflict.
0: I know, but you don't want to you don't want to get to a point where you make enemies by arguing, right?
1: Ah, so you don't perceive it at that as that. Okay. Yeah. It's because, just an
0: under-
1: I mean, the, you can have people that disagree with you, yeah. but does that mean then they become an enemy? How do how do people well, really become an I, enemy? I
0: don't think I could have I don't think I could have an argument with my mom. She's such a soft-spoken, uh-huh. like kind-hearted person yeah. that if I said something that offended her, she would she would just She would just stop. She would just concede. And Mm. I'd feel so guilty that I said something that Mm -hmm. hurt her that I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I don't ever want to, you know, make you feel that way, even though, even though, but that's just how, that's her nature, right? I just, I can't, she can't get mad at somebody. So I call it a friendly debate because it really is a friendly debate because we (laughs) talk about college all the time. And uh, it's kind of, it's a little bit hypocritical of me to say it because I do have several degrees when I went to college, but I don't see the importance of college when there's opportunities that are in the present. And one example I could give you is I have a family friend who, you know, at 16, or no, 16, it might have been 15 or 16, um, was in the hospital after a surgery, and he decided he can't do anything else because he couldn't get up or walk. So he decided to just make a few videos on Bind. And several years later, he um, became a Vine superstar, have a, had a million followers. Today, he has, um, I think, 10 million followers on YouTube. He's a social media superstar, um, didn't go to college. But that opportunity that was there would not have been present if he had decided to go the college route, because there's a lot of people who say you could go to college and you could pursue this later. But I I 100% disagree with that because there's so many things that are time-sensitive opportunities. And if you don't take that opportunity at that time, just like your sign says, um, you're never going to know what would have been, right?
1: Well, I think it's, um, for me, uh, my perspective is that opportunities are present every single day. Every single day. They are.
0: They're right in front of us right now. Mm -hmm.
1: And instead of trying to control and saying, if I don't take it, it'll be this, and if I do take it, it'll be this, we don't really know.
0: But don't you at least weigh the pros and cons, and don't you think about it, and if I said Yvonne to tomorrow- To be honest
1: with you, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: If I said Yvonne tomorrow, I could, I could send you to California and set you up with five clients and you just have to move there. It's a great opportunity.
1: <laughs> don't tease me these like that, Andy. Your, these will be your VIP
0: <laughs> clients. <laughs> and you'll no, be, you'll be uh, set. I mean that that's an opportunity, and if you said, yeah. "Wait, wait, Andy, I've got I've got to worry about my house, I've got to no. worry about well, first,
1: this." Well, okay, those are realistic things, right? I, I've but got
0: to, I've got to think about things. I need a couple more months, and then I said, and if I said bond, it won't be available in a couple months, or I don't, I can't guarantee anything in a couple months. That's an opportunity that you have to make a quick decision on. It,
1: it's yeah, it's about sitting and having the courage to follow the signs and the guidance like dangling a carrot like that in front mm-hmm. of my face too you know is <laughs> something that i have learned from previous experiences a good offer sometimes is maybe not the best
0: it may so, not it may not be the best it may not even work out uh-huh. you might get to california and these clients might be duds and they may not want
1: nobody's a dud <laughs> Andy. Well, I mean, they, no, they're, um, they're done I, if they don't want to
0: sign up for your services.
1: Ah, <laughs> okay. Like so, a dead end.
0: I, I'm not, not, I'm not, I don't think the people are bad. I'm just saying they may, course not. Yeah. they may not want your services or they may it may not work out for you or the I, place you're living might not be that great.
1: I feel that if you are connected to mm-hmm. and clear about, and it can change. It evolves all the time as we go through things, um, challenges, happy moments, that we pause. Like, the power of pause is immensely important. Mm -hmm. So if you offered something like that to me, of course, my brain, my frontal lobe is, you know, our frontal lobe is not fully developed until the age of 30. Okay? So that controls all of the impulsivity and reactions right
0: the part that's going to make you and pack and your bags as soon as I give you the offer oh right so
1: like let's say I was in my 20s I'd probably be like fuck you!" Yeah! <laughs> like all right here I we go I guess you would just grab a
0: backpack you're like all Boom. right I'm ready
1: like whatever I've got a house it'll be here later I don't know I'll figure it <laughs> out but now through life experiences I've learned that okay let's pause and let's think like You know, the direction that I'm going in, I would truly ask for guidance, for signs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, really allow, because of my spiritual beliefs and practices, that higher powers are going to tell me, God is going to tell me, angels will guide me in the direction that I need to go. That's how I'm living my life right now. Mm -hmm. I value slowing down. I value, you know, saying... There's all infinite possibilities, really. And in Mm -hmm. that belief system, just because you're offering this now doesn't mean it won't be offered. If I really believe that it's right for me, that this is the only time. Well, I'm all about living in present moment. But in that pause, I would know the decision. Mm Because right now, you know, I wouldn't say yes or no. Mm -hmm. I would say, yeah, I do have to think about it. Not about the worries. Mm -hmm. Not about the doubts. I'd have to stay connected in alignment right of Mm -hmm. like the direction I want to go in yeah and I know I would get a sign I would get some kind of encouragement you know one way or another sure and it's all about not getting external validation it's all about inward work you know and to me I feel if you just stay connected to your truth Mm -hmm. and stay in the present moment Mm -hmm. everything else will align Missed opportunities? No. That which is for me will never pass me by. I,
0: yeah, and I don't, I'm not going to say that you're missing the opportunity by saying no, because I do agree that there's different opportunities. Mm-hmm. I don't live in the past, so I never think of like, oh, what would have happened if I had gone to med school and I continued it? You know, yeah. what, what would have happened? But had I made the decision to attend med school, I do know that opportunities would have come forth after I completed med school, and it would have been a different opportunity than what was presented to me today. See it's I just, think
1: that's still living in the past and the future and like right now though, this is this moment right here, right mm-hmm. now, yeah. is all that really
0: matters. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, even talking about like yeah, the coulda woulda shouldas don't serve us. No, and I that's but, what I'm saying,
0: you don't you don't live in the past. You can't you can't. Well, you, I what can't what live in
1: happened. the future either though. You you can't.
0: So what you have is the information in front of you. Mm-hmm. So at that time, my decision was okay. Well, there's this great opportunity to start this company, and there's this great opportunity to go to medical school mm-hmm. or to continue medical school for for that uh, reason. And at that point, you know, I, I had to make a decision. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not. I could have. I could have. I definitely paused and I thought about it. I did what you were doing. I actually reflected, and I, I it it was one of the hardest decisions I had to make because it. You know, At that
1: time in yeah. Life. It's
0: a big commitment to go to school and pay these bills and do all this stuff and mm-hmm. you dedicate seven years of your life to this. So, you know, it's definitely something that you can't just make overnight, but I kind of had to in a way because I had to think about it, but I didn't have a long mm-hmm. I didn't have a, a long time to to make that decision. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate every day and everything that's come forth and I honestly think that I was blessed with a lot of things along the way up till today. So I don't even go back and say, "Well, you know, what if that happened?" Right? Just like you were saying, we don't talk about that. We just live in the present moment, right? Mm-hmm. So I I, ha- I agree I mean, with you. Maybe maybe it's human my, nature
1: to go back. Maybe and my think thought, about po- that. yeah.
0: Oh, I yeah. mean, you you could think about it, but I think I th- the only time it ever comes up is when I talk to some of my friends who are currently in school. That's usually when it comes up, right? Yeah,
1: I think it's it's all everybody's path. I, I and I. Would hate to like go in a certain direction of like you know uh, an op- so strong of opinion like fuck college, you know, just like go do your own thing, be an entrepreneur like no. I think that some people <laughs> have it in them there 's value in education, and it 's all like there's so many there's so many possibilities yeah. and there's so many different directions and there I are. think empower people. <laughs> In their truth and their truth could be going to a four-year university it could be going to ten years of schooling you know I I just I think follow your heart Mm -hmm. follow the guidance there is a path and purpose for us that's so much bigger and we limit ourselves by you know not staying connected in the present moment not staying truthful to you know really What's happening in our lives? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I want to go back to, like, working all that amount of time. If that's so fulfilling for you, that's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. And if you, there... Th- there's This was your last day, right? Mm-hmm. And you've, you could honestly say, like, what I'm doing, how I'm living my life, mm-hmm. really meets all my needs. I feel full. I feel mm-hmm. whole. I feel complete.
0: Sure.
1: Then that... That's the most important thing, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Yeah.
1: Who's to judge and say, no, live your life this way. Go this way. Do this. Have it, you know, be married with four kids, Andy, by now. (laughs) You know, like, um, no. I mean, the lady that I met from Australia, you know, 42, single, she didn't think her life was going to be like that. And, you know, it made me reflect just last week or this past week um, was – Going to be my nine year anniversary of my marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, it's, you know, I'm five years divorced. Mm-hmm. And a part of me did go back into the past to think mm-hmm. of what was and what could have been.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it brought me back to then present moment and how happy I am.
0: Yeah.
1: But I had to still grieve a little bit mm-hmm. of the loss. Yeah. And, and realize that. Gosh, life is such a massive journey.
0: It is. I was gonna say life's a journey, but you said I, massive journey. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so cliche a little bit. Yeah, massive because that's how I feel <laughs> like
0: massive things point. are
1: massive right now yeah. in my life. Uh
0: that's good. You're living big.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And having the courage to um step into all of it. Yeah. Not dismiss the arguments, not dismiss the, you know, challenges. Feel it all, mm-hmm. be in it all as much as I can and get the support, you know, that's here on the physical realm and spiritual
0: realm. I also think like even just when sometimes when we think about these things and you said you had to grieve a little bit, but then you think of like how these experiences made you who you are today. Absolutely. And you're sitting in Indonesia, uh, you know, at this time in 2000, in April, 2019, right? Right. What are the chances that you would be here? Like, if you thought about this five years ago, would you have even imagined yourself there? Probably not. I think
1: five years ago is when I started thinking about, I actually was, five, six years ago is when I started thinking about going to Bali. You
0: started thinking about it. Right, right. But you would have never guessed it would have actually happened, right? Who knows? Because we wouldn't have known. It's a mystery. (laughs) Well,
1: I think that when you set your intentions and you're very clear, like, I knew I was going to get to Bali. I didn't know five years ago when that was.
0: But at some point.
1: In my, like, whole body, I felt it. Yeah. I was going to be in Bali. hmm
0: That's really cool. You mm-hmm. know, there
1: are other things, too, that I feel from head to toe vibrationally. Yeah. And my frequency stays connected to that. And when yeah. it drops, you know, because there's been other places i wanted to go, and I'm like, yeah, that kind of just faded away. Yeah. So it wasn't meant to be. But the mantra that I'm consistently living by is that which is for me will never pass me by. Mm-hmm. So, when like men things with men didn't work out, or you know friends or opportunities or mm-hmm. whatnot, it's like I have so much more peace around it. Sure. and again, to me, rejection is more about redirection and protection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That no or the whatever didn't work out or something anywhere I couldn't go, it was because it was. For because a good reason. It was Oh, um, yes, a hundred percent. I was redirected and protected. That's um, really cool. You know, if, like think about that, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody is looking out for me. Oh yeah. And I, yeah, something. Sometimes those things that we really, really want.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not always for our best.
0: Mm-hmm. I think and about that when that. I'm in traffic. Yeah. That, all the time and i'm like there there's a reason that you know i left a little bit later or mm-hmm. i left a little bit earlier or i got stuck in traffic i was mm-hmm. like you know and then sometimes i see an incident down the road and i'm not i don't i don't ever wish that anyone had that but i'm thinking maybe there was a reason i left a little bit later you know it would have mm-hmm. protected me from mm-hmm. you know being involved in this or being close to this mm-hmm. so um i never have that issue i think that i used to have a lot of like I guess, is it called, well, road, it did, is, is it road rage when you're stuck in traffic and you're angry or is it just road rage when you drive recklessly? I could be both.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, be sure. I'm trying to
0: think if I, if I, I don't really, I guess I could classify it as me having rage, but it sounds so negative when I say I had road rage, but yeah. It's okay, I,
1: Andy, you can have a little rage. <laughs> it's all good. I w- we I would feel get, it all.
0: I would get really upset in traffic I think <laughs> at that point.
1: So your rage is like really upset. it's just internally. Somebody. It's not like yeah. I want
0: to go hurt someone. It's more like, oh, right. why am I stuck here? Yeah,
1: that's normal, Andy. Yeah. I would be a little bit worried if you didn't have those kinds. <laughs> if of I feelings. was
0: just smiling, and, and you're yeah. just like, yay,
1: traffic. Yeah, uh, yay, this is great. Yeah, yeah that's gonna
0: take me three I'd want to I'd <laughs> do a
1: research study on you. Don't no, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um you know, interestingly enough, when I was leaving Bali. Um, got to the airport, had a few complications, and it was starting to like stir up in me. I was like, wow, something big's gonna happen. And then get in line to go through immigration, and the line just was not moving. And mm-hmm. then I see it's getting longer, and then it's getting longer, and we're really not moving. And then people are looking around, and, and you can, you know how mm-hmm. panic starts to just feel that energy? Yeah. Uh, I'm checking everything out, going, shit, something's happening. Yeah, immigration shut down. First time in history in Bali. Wow. And so they would not do anything manually. And for three hours, we were just stuck in this hot, hot ass airport. (laughs) They're like passing out water bottles, putting out fans, um, you know, and I had a connecting flight. Yeah, not one, two. To Singapore and in San Francisco. So I had very little layover time. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Like, am I going to make it home? How am I going to make it home? And, okay, going back to, this is serving me. (laughs) But how? Oh, I don't know if I'm going to know about it in this minute right now. I mean, luckily, it it all worked out. I made all the connecting flights by, like, literally seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, running through the airports. Um, This is a 25-hour flight total, you know. So it was intense, intense from that moment, you know, of being like, okay, I'm here. And, again, trying to think about, like, okay, how's this helping me? (laughs) (laughs) How am I
0: supposed to be happy? It's like me in traffic. Like, how am I supposed to be happy right now? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But once I got home... And I was just like, "Holy shit!" The strength and perseverance it took to mm-hmm. just keep believing—like, I'm gonna make that flight. I'm gonna get to this part and this part. or
0: shine. And you know,
1: it's it, this is gonna happen. And yeah, you just you you pull up the 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 strength, the courage, um, the resiliency. It's all it's always there. And sometimes we just need that extra like little push. I don't want to call it a test, but more of just like. Just we have to show it for ourselves. We yeah. have to show ourselves. No one else is gonna do it. I think
0: sometimes you need to just like st- like you said earlier, stop and just like think about the situation. Like stop of think course. before yeah. you, before like you let your emotions get the best of you. Right. Because at that point, yeah, if you're just gonna be angry and you're gonna be hot headed, it's not really gonna change your situation. It does it's not gonna get you in the flight faster, right? No, it, it, but it sure as heck isn't gonna make you make I your must have meditated
1: like fifty times during that yeah. whole process. I just kept closing my eyes. This was when you breathing. came back. Back from Bali, this right? was coming back. So, you already had the yeah.
0: meditation in you. From oh, I meditate being every day,
1: but yeah, 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 but even more it was, so. It was amplified, yeah, it was definitely amplified.
0: That's that's really cool. So, and
1: I, I was in a space to just really stay connected, yeah, and you know, feel all the feelings. I was frustrated, I was pissed off, I was getting annoyed, but it didn't overpower me, it didn't stop me, it didn't block me. Mm-hmm. It just allowed me to keep moving forward. Like, all right, here comes this feeling, gotcha, I feel it, but now. You know, okay, next. Like, I'm going to move through this. It's not going to paralyze me. Because over-analysis equals emotional paralysis. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to why did immigration shut down? You know, like, at this point, who gives a fuck? Just get me out of the airport. You know, (laughs) get me out. (laughs) Like, I want to get home. Um, You know, later come to find more of the details, right? Mm -hmm. But that's neither here nor there. Like, I got home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it was about staying, like, on my path. Yeah. Staying on my journey. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to have obstacles. I'm going to have challenges. It's clear as day, right? Yeah. Right there in that in that moment. And it was about staying connected. Yeah. Staying on my path. Mm-hmm. So I hope that everybody that's listening can, you know, take something that resonates, you know, from this conversation. Oh, yeah. I think we, about... we covered
0: a variety of topics today <laughs> uh, from... From being, you know, having a work-life balance, which we've covered balance before, but even talking about it a little bit more today. And then we right. went so into... So rather than
1: balance, integration.
0: Living in the present, understanding yeah. your emotions, connecting Absolutely. with yourself. Yeah. Um, and before we wrap the show up, I know you talked about one of the cooler experiences you had in Bali, but I know you posted a lot of cool things on Facebook as well. I Facebook stalked you a little bit while you were there. Did you? Um, so so tell, me, tell our audience one of the coolest things that you you saw when you were on vacation in Indonesia Indonesia? Um,
1: the coolest thing I saw, goodness. Um, oh, you put me right on the spot. There's so many. <laughs> I
0: know, because you, you put some cool pictures out there. I, yeah, there's yeah,
1: one but... picture I did not post. Well, there's several, actually, several, several that I did not post. Um, I think one of the coolest... Ex- Oh, goodness. It
0: could be tied in with an experience. I just want to know. Swinging like... in
1: the jungle was pretty cool. Okay. I didn't really post anything about that. But when I went to the Holy Springs, mm-hmm. um, that was really powerful. It was built in the 800s. Mm-hmm. Um, kings and queens, and I mean, people from all over the world, all over the world, have been in this. Um, in i guess it's just called springs you know it it's basically water there's deities and there is fortunately i didn't practice it the way that people who live there mm-hmm. um how it's meant to be i kind of made it my own mm-hmm. um experience but you go up to this water that's kind of shooting out from this mm-hmm. god this deity and uh, you cleanse yourself and you release. And you, there's like a whole row and you just go, you wait in line and, and you keep cleansing and releasing. Um, mm-hmm. It's a very healing process. Oh, very healing. Um, there's so much more to it and so much more history. So if mm-hmm. anybody is interested, look that up. Holy Springs, um, Holy Springs. in mm-hmm. yeah in uh, Bali. Uh, and there, there's a few other ones, but this is probably the one mm-hmm. that I went to. There's another name for it too, but I'm blanking on it. Um, Nonetheless, that experience in the water, there's some amazing pictures where it looks like just like my soul is shifting, leaving me, like parts Mm -hmm. of me. That's powerful. It was incredible. Like I felt it, but later at night, it's like, it almost took my breath away. I was just like, whoa, Mm -hmm. something has left me. And then I looked at those pictures and I was like holy shit, <laughs> like that, yeah. that was, I mean, truly healing, uh, releasing, mm-hmm. um, many, many, many things, you know, um, from family patterns, you know, generational patterns of abuse. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we all have trauma and things that we've experienced. Sure. And so in that moment, everything was just, whew, I feel like gone.
0: It's so, neat. I'm trying to visualize all this know, now as you're right? speaking. I so, know, I'm like, that's, that's crazy. It's
1: hard to put into words. Mm-hmm. I'm still, as I mentioned, like writing this out and mm-hmm. journaling about it because I, I'm struggling with just articulating the experience. Yeah. Um, when and sometimes it
0: doesn't do it justice, right? Me. Not at because all. Because it's like you have to be right there now. Right. to have understood what I went through. Right. And even just you talking about it, I am probably have... I'm trying to visualize as much as I could probably your audience as well. Yeah. And even then, you know. It's hard, yeah, right? it's hard you have yeah. to, to be there at the moment. Yeah. That's so cool.
1: But if anybody has a chance, it doesn't have to be to Bali, but just to go out of your element. Sure. Really um, just recalibrate yourself. Mm-hmm. Like not just once a quarter, <laughs> yeah. but at least once a month. Mm-hmm. Go somewhere, do something that is just out of your comfort zone, out of your element. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn so much about yourself and it just opens a portal to healing that, you know, maybe you don't look at it as healing, right? But mm-hmm. it, it, ultimately all these experiences, it does. It opens your soul to release something or to invite something yeah. in and that's healing.
0: And I think if we're even going to tie it all together, that could, that could help you with adding the balance Which doesn't really exist, but the balance that you might need in your life.
1: Right. I mean, it's it's a recalibration, exactly, rejuvenation, renewal, and ultimately rebirth.
0: Very neat. So I'm gonna Google the holy. Is it Holy Springs? Holy Springs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's
1: another part to that name, but if you did Holy Springs, Bali, you know, it'll come up. Yeah. All right.
0: so, Sounds so cool. I know yeah. we went a little bit over time, but I hope you guys took a lot away from this episode. I certainly did just from talking with Yvonne as usual. <laughs> so, um, well, yeah. thanks
1: for everyone listening if, and please email us. Yeah, if you
0: have any questions, want to, you know, hear more about Yvonne's experiences or just talk a little bit more about the subjects we covered, email us at matterchatter at gmail.com. This is Andy and Yvonne signing off. Peace.